Hello, Wildcat Chat listeners. Welcome to episode four. This is Lydia Lau. I just wanted to add a quick intro to this podcast to let you know what you're going to be listening to. This podcast is different than the other ones. It's a group podcast where everyone on the Black Student Union from Indiana Wesleyan is interviewed um, and gets to tell a little bit of their story about BSU and what they hope their impact is. So this episode is going to have some hard things to listen to, but we think that it is very important as we continue to share stories that we provide space for this and bring awareness to this. And we hope that you listen with the intent to learn, but also to take action and to educate yourself beyond this so that we can be part of a long lasting change at IWU. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Wildcat Chats. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. We're so excited about today's podcast because we are with the awesome BSU. Give it up from your wherever you are listening to this podcast for this amazing team. We're going to start with introductions. Rissa, you want to start us? Yes. Um, I'm Rissa Wilson. I am the secretary for the BSU and I'm a senior social work major. <laughs> I am Kyla. I am your event coordinator, and I am a junior here, and I'm a nursing major with a minor in photography. Oh, okay. Hey guys, I am Bree. I am a. I am the president of the BSU. I am a senior nursing major. Hello everyone. My name is Will Plant. I am a, a junior uh, bio pre med major. Uh, I am the vice president of BSU. Hi, my name is Nick Wright. I am the PR advisor for the BSU, and I am a junior psychology major. Uh, I'm Jamis Carson. I'm a junior uh, business management and marketing major, and I'm the athletic liaison. Awesome. We're so excited to be with you guys today. Can you start us off by just sharing who you are and then how you got started? So yeah, we're the Black Student Union on campus. It is the first ever Black Student Union in 100, 100 years. years. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Um, <laughs> basically, how we got started was, um, I've been here for four years, and I've been frustrated for four years. Just, I wanted to leave for about two of those years. The last two, I wanted to stay because I got a paycheck. I'm not going to lie. I was going to pay, and I was like, you know what? I can go ahead and stay. Um, but over, like, quarantine, like, Stuff just hit the fan. People were going buck wild. I was silent when I needed them to speak up the most. Um, and so one day we had a forum. Joel led it, um, basically to talk about like how are you guys doing with quarantine or whatever. Like, and I'm like not even quarantine. Like what happened with George Floyd and things like that. And I remember I stayed up to like two a.m. Um, I was talking to two of my friends that go here, and we were on the phone. I was like, this school is just messed up. I made an entire list of what I didn't like about this school regarding to diversity. And so I went on that forum um, the next day at butt crack of dawn. It was like 7 o'clock my time. It was ridiculous. Um, and I couldn't stop talking. I just kept going on and on and on. Um, and I was like, this is why, I'm like, well, this is the issue. Well, if we had a black student union, that would fix this. Well, this is the issue. Well, if we had a black student union, that would fix this. And just, that just kept happening and happening. And so then after that, Joelle and Johnny Roop reached out to me. So Johnny Roop is over at SAC, the, which does all the, actually I think it's SGA, that does all the groups. And then Joelle was over at and they really wanted to do something with BSU. Um, and basically, 
Joel had a bunch of meetings, I had a bunch of meetings, um, and they're like, okay, you gotta get started. So then I hit up Marissa, and I was like, I need to write a constitution, and I need help. And that's where we just kind of start <laughs> going ball rolling. Yeah. That's beautiful. And tell me, like, what you guys do. I know that's, like, probably, like, a, well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> but I think just for our listeners, and so that there's, like, some understanding, what do you do? I was going to say, even though like I'm part of leadership, if I was a student, I would say created like a safe space for students. Because like my second year when I came here, I didn't know what to do, where to go. I had no one to talk to. I didn't know like where I fit in at, basically. So I feel like with Brie creating this, she's created a space, a, a world where people can have a family away from their family, mm-hmm. a place where you're safe, a place where you can call home, and just overall somewhere you're loved, despite like who you are, what your color is. And somewhere you could talk to us about anything that's going on. So that's what we do. Just provide love and create a community for us. And I also want to fight for our black students here on campus. There's so much shady stuff that happens around the black community. And we're so divided that we don't know to fight for them. Uh, A humble flex. But I have a lot of clout on this campus. And so I want to use it for my students. Um, There's like... There's such a lot, like, I remember my sophomore year, Will told me what happened to him, and I just felt so angry that I couldn't do anything. Um, and so the BSU, like, I want to fight for the students. I want to speak up for them. I want, like, if they have nowhere. And, like, speaking up also means saying, like, nah, bro, you were in the wrong. You know, but I want there to be open communication. So, like, a student is just not, they're just gone and have, they can't go to college now because they're, I, like, they ruined their chance here, you know what I'm saying? Then um, also, like, yeah, the community. That, like, I hope people found, find safety mm-hmm. here. They help that people, again, like, listen to the music they want to listen to, can laugh, mm-hmm. like, not just, like, not worry about people staring at you. Just, like, can just be yourself with us. Um, and that's different from every person. Every black person is different. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I want to understand. Like, I want to learn more about the black community through this, you know. Um, but, yeah, I should, like, to fight for our students and just build together and just learn and grow together. I would say... The biggest thing for me, it it provided hope for us. Um, Not just like we as the executive team, but just like people around campus. Um, Just that, that's kind of like joking around. Like when I first heard about it, I was all like, we gotta do this. Like we gotta make it happen. I know we were a part of, at least I was a part of AMS. um, My freshman and sophomore year, and AMS was okay, but it wasn't something like, like I said, it was just like a whole bunch of minority uh, coming together, but it wasn't something really like I guess black people in a sense could say, oh, this is my home. This is where I can feel most comfortable with, like uh, Kyla said, the family unit. Um, so I feel like Black Student Union has like a part of the business and the family, it provided hope. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so in the process, you've been so intentional about creating safe spaces. How has that been for you? Like that process of creating those spaces? I think it's been honestly kind of hard because there has been a lot of pushback in terms of like, well, what is a safe space? What do you mean like black students aren't like represented here? What do you mean they can't like feel safe? Like isn't Iowa safe? And like, yes, it is like, I mean, if you are a white student or if you're non-black, um, but for black students, we're very, like Bree said, very divided. Things happen that are really shady that we don't know about. Um, so it's been hard trying to establish that, but I think we've done a really good job at like drawing people in and getting in contact with people. Like I feel like I've made a lot of new friends even through that and talking to them and getting to know them more and just building those like relationships with each other. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely say it 
it is hard, but so like life giving at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm always worried that I'm gonna let my black students down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just not doing enough, or like I just didn't do the right thing. Um, we've had like a couple meetings, and, like when that, a lot of people show up, I'm like worried, like oh, is this not what they want? Like I know this is what I wanted, but like maybe black students really don't need this. And then I get a reality check every time where I see my executive team talking to like freshman black students mm-hmm. who are making connections. We had a study night, which is basically every other Monday. A little, here. <laughs> we are we have the hub to do study nights people just study and hang out and like just see like yeah we didn't have a huge amount but we had a good amount people were laughing singing doing homework not really doing homework like you know it's just like like through all this like struggle and like paranoia of, like am i doing what i meant to do i do see the payout in it, mm-hmm. and i do see it actually like having people think mm-hmm. um big thing will talks about is like he wants a maybe and I've seen a lot of maybes. People mm-hmm. are now processing, thinking. Um, students are like, they share their stories in the protest, and like some of those people would never do mm-hmm. it, and they did. And so like, I just get so hopeful with the BSU. Just like, I think we are creating good, like safe spaces. It is hard. Mm-hmm. You're always gonna push back on. Like, I'm still a kid-ish. I'm an adult-ish. Like. I still don't know what I'm doing half the time, and so, like, having, like, parents come at me, like, I don't know how to respond, um, adults, even though, like, I don't have all the answers, and so I think it just gets hard creating these spaces because I don't have all the answers, I'm kind of, and, like, no one's done this before, so we're literally winging it. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand when I'm saying, like, <laughs> I, people ask me, like, how can I do this? I'm like, let me think about it, and I'll come up with an answer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, literally winging it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I see the fruit, like that protest was the first time I could see the fruit, and I was like, "Wow, we're doing something, and this is good." I was just gonna say, like, the safe spaces have provided a, a level of accountability for Black students to, like, I don't know, like, come alongside of each other. Like I said, I feel like a as a campus, it's already a low percentage of us, so because of that, we're so spread out. But like being able to like have a BSU and having safe spaces, it's allowed people to like be more accountable. Oh, you see your friend, bring them with. Even if you don't know the people, I can't tell you how many people I've like just walked up to and been like, hey, like probably never would have had a conversation, but being able to just say like, hey, we got a space for you. Now it's up to you if you want to come. Mm-hmm. But just because of that reason, they're that much willing to like have a conversation with me. Like Bree said, the maybe, just maybe will they come? So. Just getting really real here, like, there, there's a lot of ignorance on our campus. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it look like for a white person, a person who is not a person of color, to step into these spaces arm in arm with your team, rather than continuing to live in that ignorance? What does that look like? So I think really what that looks like is more of uh, showing support and being willing to be open and listening um, and not trying to figure out a response um, mm-hmm. but just solely listening on the stories and listening to the feelings of the black students on campus because um, you can learn a lot without asking questions um, just listening to stories is what I would say is the big one. Or even asking questions I wish people saw more than just my blackness. Mm -hmm. Like, when I came to IWU, I'm from the city, from St. Louis, um, a very, like, my school was pretty diverse. Like, I didn't, like, I mean, I always felt black, but, like, it wasn't, like, my first thought. I was passionate about so many things. I was an athlete. I did this, I did that. 
And like, I honestly tell you, I lost all my passions because I have to be pro-black. Mm -hmm. If I'm not pro-black, no one else is mm -hmm. going to be. Mm -hmm. um, so with like white students or other non-black students, if you just like, like try to see the full human of me, like hear my story, mm -hmm. learn my testimony, mm -hmm. learn what makes me happy, what makes me tick. Mm -hmm. um, learn that I think the bachelorette is stupid like <laughs> learn like you know just like what's more than just race and then once we build that trust then yeah like if I see that I trust you then I may come to you and say like yo this really hurt me you know and if I don't like if something big happens for like the black community do you reach out and just give students a space to vent not to correct because I've seen that go so like I vent to someone and they're like well their perspective that's not what I'm asking for. Like, hear my hurt. Because no matter what people's intentions are, if you hurt them, you hurt them. And that's it. It doesn't matter if you change or not. Someone got hurt, and we need to validate that. Um, but, yeah, so just, like, look at black students more than just being black. Like, mm -hmm. I just feel like a lot of IWU conversations are always kind of round back down to me being black and my oppression and this, this, and that. And I'm like, I kind of just want to talk about softball you know I, mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah and I think too like another thing is like once you do join arms with us like go ahead and educate your friends like tell everyone else like spread the word like it's so important like I had so many people come up to me on Friday after the protest saying like my roommates really didn't want me to come to this but like I'm here anyway and like I'm so glad that like I am here and like I loved hearing that because it, all it takes is one person like literally one person and if you are that one person you can honestly make a huge difference and like speak up in a sense of like if something happens in the classroom and you know that wasn't right mm -hmm. it shouldn't have the black student shouldn't be the only one saying it wasn't right mm -hmm. like honestly i would find so much joy and like um, like shock if a white student mm -hmm. called a teacher out mm -hmm. about a racial issue before a black student mm -hmm. do they don't, or chapel. We don't yeah. like chapel. Like, we do, but we don't. Um, <laughs> but I know so many, like, speakers who have said some rough things, and no one, they just waited to see how I would react. Mm -hmm. Y'all know when something is messed up, mm -hmm. call it out. Um, and just, like, go through thick and thin. Like, don't just support us because it looks good. Mm -hmm. Like, support us when it's rough, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Basically what she said, stop, stop the excuses. Stop telling me you support us but I don't see you. Stop telling me, I followed you guys. Cool, where were you? Stop telling me, oh, I can't come because I have this, this, and that. But you'll stop to go get food. You'll stop to go do this. Like, Stop the excuses and stop making excuses for your friends for their ignorance. Like, Stop encouraging it. Once you say something, they'll cut it out. People are so caught up on, I don't want to lose my friend. I don't want to have um, problems with my roommate cause that problem, cause that confrontation. That's the only way it will stop. Mm -hmm. Sitting there and listening to it is just encouraging it. Mm -hmm. And sitting there letting it happen, like, what are you doing? You're not changing anything. And you're not supporting us like you claim you do. So, mm -hmm. And don't forget to educate yourself as well. Like, yes, the BSU is here to, you know, enlighten people on black culture, but, like, I'm not going to, like, sit there and teach you everything you need yeah. to know, you know. Yeah. Google's out there. Not a yeah. professor. <laughs> Not, like, I don't got my doctorate, so <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry about that. But even then, like, I'm only one perspective of millions yes. of people. Yes, there yeah. is no monolithic like, black experience. There's so When many I give stories. you an answer, please know that it's Brianna Moore speaking, mm -hmm. not the black student. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of times it's been so hard to try to respond to certain DMs. Like, I want your perspective on this. Like, I can't give you that, but I can give you Brianna Moore's perspective. Mm -hmm. I can't speak on behalf of everyone else because mm -hmm. I'm different than everyone else. I, my upbringing is different. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you do 
get so-and-so educated, mm -hmm. you got educated by a friend and their story. So mm -hmm. that works for Marissa. Mm -hmm. But it may not work for Brie. Mm -hmm. And it may not work for Nick or Jameis, you know? Mm -hmm. So just, like, be aware of, like, we are different, you know? Not all white people are the same. Not all yeah. black people are the same. Thank you for sharing that. As you reflect back on, like, the, um, the birthing of this beautiful group, like, and even the protests, like, what, what was that week like for you guys? Like, Ooh. I can't, I honestly can't imagine, but I have, like, utmost respect. And how, like, what was that like? What? Oh, I was, blacked out. I think I was literally just, like, blacked out that entire yeah. week. This team worked so hard. <laughs> I don't think people understand, like, every person worked so hard to make it happen. Like, Bree's our president, and she's like, do this, do this, do that. Cool. She's getting emails. We're running around making calls. Students are calling us, like, we were, like she said, like, there were nights where, like, we were up, like, all night, Marissa sending emails, trying to talk to students, like, having to deal with the pushback. Like, it was so much work that got put into it, but, like, we grinded it out like a team. Like, it was mm -hmm. beautiful to see, like, on our end, like, how we went together, but, like, even seeing the actual, like, production of it and seeing all of our students, like, in the mallway, like, that hit like mm -hmm. to see everyone to see like my faculty see some of my teachers come and hug me mm -hmm. like it was just so beautiful to see and even like some of the sad parts of it of like seeing people walk past us seeing some of my own friends like just look at me and look away like they didn't even see me mm -hmm. like it was just a very happy moment but also like a uh eye, eye opener in a sense like wow this is what i will is like you know this is what I will has let happen for years yeah it was just it was very strenuous it was like really fulfilling like loved every minute of it but also like hated every minute of it because <laughs> I was so tired and I think like on Sunday like we had our emergency meeting and everything and we had like plans of like what we were expecting for the week but I don't like what we had planned was like not what at all like I envisioned like it was so much bigger and like it was crazy. It was just crazy. I didn't, I didn't expect to get to the scale that it was at, and yeah, I don't know. It was just yeah. really unbelievable. It was rough, mm -hmm. even from like I think Thursday when it was hitting me up with we're doing this, we're doing this, and I had to be like no, no, we can't do this, we can't mm -hmm. do this, um, and I just felt torn. Like I was like mm -hmm. shutting down my community, um, and then I was like no, we're gonna push forward, we're gonna do something, and then there was just so much like at the very beginning, so much pushback. Um, I don't know if, like, if people went, they might have noticed, like, I was literally crying the beginning of Monday. Like, I had to go to Will and say, like, I can't leave this because I'm not. Because I felt like it was raining outside. What we were supposed to do, we didn't get to do, I, which I understand now why. Um, but right then in that moment, I didn't. So I was upset. I'm like, it's raining. No one's going to want to come. People still come. So I was just, like, crying. Um, but, yeah, it was very stressful. And it was very, like, man, am I impacting people? Kind of, like, am I, I think, like Wednesday really like hit mm -hmm. me when I walked yeah. out leading the group out I was like oh my god there's so many people yeah. here um, and just like I just kept thinking like me and Marissa my states away from each other on FaceTime saying <laughs> well, what do we want this to look like and like seeing all these people yes. is crazy yeah. um, I do want to call out James and Nick as like because like they didn't like plan it but like what was your experience of going to the protest because you guys went to almost um, all of them for me it was mentally exhausting just because i think with the black community we really didn't have with quarantine we really didn't have nowhere to really face the pain mm -hmm. so i mean it all came out through the protests mm -hmm. and it wasn't expected which made it even more mm -hmm. painful 
which I mean that was tough. But then also it was beautiful because fruits came from mm -hmm. y'all's work, our work, and it led to the football team. We ended up planning something. Other sports team maybe asking questions. Okay, how can we help? Other students being more aware and reaching out, and just you know, I think everything just being restored to the way humanity humanity should be mm -hmm. instead of everybody faking like. Uh, I can't communicate about this problem or I'm just alone with this so yeah yeah I would say for me it was uh, very beautiful for the fact of being able to hear black students stories um, because that's the first time black students had a platform to share those stories mm -hmm. um, and I felt like it, it definitely gave us a voice and it was to the point where like we would see black students on campus and like they're like fired up for like what's next like what are we doing next you know and it was just like before that whole week, it was just silence. It wasn't, you would barely see black students on campus. It was uh, go to class mm -hmm. and go back to the room or go to class, get food, back to the room. So it was like being able to see them comfortable um, in the environment of Iowa and just on campus, um, comfortable in their skin was just very beautiful to see. And then like, I don't know about y'all, but like, I feel like a different person. Mm -hmm. yeah. from that week mm -hmm. in Hoover yeah. now because mm -hmm. one like I'm fighting all these expectations like hey we got to keep it pushing mm -hmm. so many people are like what are you guys doing next that's a great question mm -hmm. uh we don't how know. can we <laughs> this, you know and then also like I know people are just assuming so much about me now like mm -hmm. they're gonna assume oh I'm really radically left because everybody just puts politicals into right. it right mm -hmm. or like people assume like oh I'm pissed because you didn't show up to something or like just so much like pressure or like Brie you're so like this big person I'm like well I still don't turn in my homework on time <laughs> like wait a second um and so it's just like a whole like a lot of eyes are now on me mm -hmm. that I didn't feel like I had before um yeah so now I gotta like I'm like I gotta be confident I gotta move forward I gotta keep pushing forward and so it definitely like was almost like a trend like so much stress and so much almost like you know, going into the wilderness, you know, mm -hmm. that er, people are talking about, and like, I came out, I believe, a new person, mm -hmm. a more driven person, a more confident person. Like, I'm confident to go talk to administration. I'm confident mm -hmm. to fight my, for my people because I know they're going to support me. I'm more confident in my team because I see they can provide because I was nervous at the beginning. Um, but now I'm confident. Yeah, y'all communication skills ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not prepared. Um, but it's just like, just like a whole new, I just think like BSU in general just involved mm -hmm. fast. Yes. Like beautifully, but fast. Very, very quickly, yeah. I, I agree. Like, I did not see that coming at all. Like, when we like started having like our first two meetings, you know, like I did not even envision like what that would look like. And this is crazy. It was, it's like it exploded. And now yeah. it's like, okay, we did this big thing and now we have to keep, going, keep the ball rolling yeah. and keep it going, even though. It's a little tiring, but it's okay. <laughs> I literally, like, every protest we had, I felt sick, like, yeah. before each of them. I told Marissa, I'm yeah. like, like, are you okay? Because I'm not okay. <laughs> I was nervous. And I'd be like, where's Bree? Because I'm not okay. Like, is she okay? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, it wasn't until I saw my team together, I was like, okay, we're good. Yeah. We're set. Mm -hmm. And then, like, just seeing us, like, come together, just saying, like, wow, this is what we produce. Mm -hmm. That's when it hit me. And it was like, what was it, Friday? And everyone clapped for oh us. Mm -hmm. Me and Marissa just looked at each other. I was like, is this, is this for mm -hmm. us? Like, are they clapping for us? We were like, yeah, like, we were able to put this together as a team. Like, it was beautiful to see, like they said. Yeah, for sure. It was crazy. It was so beautiful. And I'm like, I'm so, makes me to cry thinking about it. It was so beautiful to see. Because what you're doing is you're like, 
being ambassadors for Jesus because mm-hmm. like that's like this is his kingdom mm-hmm. is a kingdom of mm-hmm. diversity that's mm-hmm. what it is and so you're just like shouting that from the rooftops mm-hmm. and that's really really brave mm-hmm. and hard I can't, I can't imagine and mm-hmm. so I like I'm thankful so as you guys get weary in this season as there are things that like I'm sure can get exhausting and tiring what keeps you going What's like your driving force? The students. The students yeah. caring. I think you just care a lot. Like yeah. a lot of people think. I feel like. I mean, I don't know if this is true, but I think a lot of people feel like the reason, as like a retaliation, that like we hate Iwu and like we hate it here and we're just trying to destroy it. And it's like that's the complete opposite. Like we care about Iwu and like we care about it so much to the point that we want mm. all of our students to feel safe. So I think just like for me at least having that in the back of my head, like knowing, like just. The, the way that I felt freshman year. I felt very alone, I felt very isolated, and like, I don't want that to continue, and I'm sure they probably all feel the same. Like, we wanna come together, we wanna keep it going, and be stronger and stronger, so. Yeah, like each student coming up to us, like, can I join? Mm-hmm. Like, can I come? Mm-hmm. Can I be a part of this? Like, it just shows me, like, <laughs> we do it for you. Like, this mm-hmm. is for you, this is your home. And like, I've had even students, like, like LGBTQ students come up like can I also come like yes mm. like this is your safe place like and that's why like she said like we do it for you guys like we mm. do it purely out of love mm-hmm. and like she said like I don't want anyone to feel isolated like I did at that point in time like we want a place where you could talk to us hold you like we had a student bursting out in tears mm-hmm. I saw a circle of students rile around her and just pray over her and I'm like this is why we do it mm-hmm. so you can have these moments and feel vulnerable together mm-hmm. It may sound kind of cheesy, but um, I have one brother, right? And, like, he's my older brother. I'm the youngest. And we're, like, the closest. Close to my sister, too. Um, but what hits, like, whenever my brother hurts, I, I'm pretty down. Mm-hmm. Like, when men cry, that's it. It's a cat. Like, it's a wrap. I'm going down. Um, and I just remember the first day, the on Monday, when people were selling stories. And I think it was Guardy. Yeah, and I think yeah. he started to cry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is why I do it. Mm-hmm. I do it. So students can be vulnerable and can share stuff. And, like, so many people were like, I never heard him say this or Mm -hmm. I never, like, he ain't that type of person. And I'm like, this is why we do Mm -hmm. it. So every time I get, like, "Ah, we're not doing anything, I just think of that moment. I was like, no, like, Mm -hmm. we're doing something. We're being fruitful. And just the fact of, like, I think we had maybe 15 members in total, and now we have, like, 70. Mm -hmm. Our our Instagram page has popped off. (laughs) Um, Or even just, like, how many people have like stopped me in my dorm or like Bri, I didn't know it was you, but like that this is what this meant to me. Texting me, I'm sending texts to my group, faculty, like saying so much stuff, um, is why I do it, you know. Um, yeah. If you would oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Like Will said, just giving hope. Uh, yeah, we're talking about racial injustices and racial inequality, but anything, anxiety, fear, mm-hmm. any other emotions that people feel ashamed or scared to talk about. Just the fact that we can give hope to maybe one person, maybe a couple of people, or in this, this, this instance, a group of people, to just be able to like, yeah, you have a voice, you have people that maybe feel the same way, but somebody has to speak. So just giving hope to people. <clears throat> two more questions um feel free to take these wherever you go wherever you want (laughs) um if you had 
had a message for administration. Mm-hmm. And maybe there are many messages. <laughs> <laughs> well. We had a message for administration and faculty, even as they develop their curriculum, even as like the the leaders of chapel like select songs, like any kind of leadership. What would that message be? Um, or what would those messages be? Yeah. Mm, I think for me, it would be to put more black students in those spaces, in those leadership roles, because we don't see enough of that. And like, we look up at our leaders and we can't see ourselves in any of them. And you know, that's really disheartening. So definitely one message, I got many more, but. (laughs) I would say of two things, administration, like, they need to be proactive. Mm-hmm. I honestly wish that after that protest that they would have reached out to us. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Mm-hmm. We had to reach out to them, which is fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to make those moves. Mm-hmm. But, like, if they would have, like, reached out to us, like, mm-hmm. you know what? I saw what you did. Mm-hmm. I want to reach out. But they don't. They're always reactive, like, cleaning it up in every situation. Like, they need to start being proactive. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not, like, I, I hope if they listen clearly mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. It's not my job, our job, to do your job. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to tell you what we want to see change. Mm -hmm. It's not our job to see how. It's not our job to plan. It's not our job. Like, it's not our job to do that. They should be the ones coming to us with ideas and be like, you know what? That could help or no. Mm -hmm. Because it is, I don't know how much time I have put into writing suggestions, figuring it out, telling my stories, and then them not doing anything. Or them doing something they take credit. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're going to do that, I will love a paycheck. And I can send cash apps. Like, but it's not, it's not our job to do that. Mm-hmm. And then um, the second thing is, like, black culture is missing here. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a few black students, but black culture is not here. Mm-hmm. You, like, the school somehow, like, we assimilate. We have to fit in. Like, there's no, no gospel, black gospel. There's no learning about black nurses. There's no learning about black Arthur. Authors, authors. <laughs> There's no learning about black theologians. Sorry, I cannot speak. Um, but just like black culture, it's like literally I go here and I feel like black culture has not impacted the world because they don't mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like they just need to, they need to fix that. Like they should, we should, like if we're truly, President Wright always talks about like we want this to imita- imitate heaven. Yeah. My heaven is yeah. going to have black culture yes. in it. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. if this is going to be an imitation of heaven, mm-hmm. it needs to have black culture in it, and you need to stand up for us. Um, when you're when we have a white student that's looking at us crazy because we're playing gospel music, you need to speak out and say, no, that's okay. They, they ain't do nothing wrong. Because I know people freshman year that was reported, reported on because they were listening to rap. Like, really? they didn't do anything wrong. Like, they need to stand up for us mm-hmm. and make those spaces. Like, it shouldn't have to be on me and Marissa to start a BSU. Mm-hmm. You know, it for, shouldn't have to be. First in 100 years. You know, like, it shouldn't, like, or even with making it, like, I had to bring this, these people together. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, no one told me who to put. No one, I had to bring people, yeah. kick people out. Like, we were sitting no there idea. puzzled trying to figure yeah. out what are other so, black students on campus? You know, like, like, where are they at? Like, yeah, so black culture is definitely, like, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. But there's so much you can gain from it. It's mm-hmm. so beautiful. When I go home, I'm like, Man, I miss this. Mm. 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 I would say for me, from more of a, like a spiritual standpoint, I see like I feel like there's a lot of people in leadership, but they're not. We're a Christian university, so because we're a Christian university, I expect to see it like that. And I see a lot of administration claim uh, 
they just hold their title, but their title they don't carry other people. Like they don't they don't carry and hurt with the people who are hurting. They don't understand their students, their faculty. They just sit and make decisions, and then like Bree said, uh, try to pre play reactive. Um, but I feel like even more so, like our administration is a whole bunch of like. In a sense, I see a lot of Pharisees and Sadducees and not mm -hmm. enough Jesuses, mm -hmm. uh, people who just want to get down and hurt with us and uh, knew how to. Like I said, not everybody knows how to do it, but at least attempt to. And we don't even see the attempt. We see a lot of people just uh, confused, don't know where to start. And uh, that's no longer an excuse in 2020. Yeah. I think, too, for, like, professors, like, just, like, look out for your black students. Like, mm. they're, in their, they're in your class. You know, they are probably the only one in the class. Like, just look out for them. Like, you know, let them know that you are there. You're a space. I'm going to say one more thing. I don't know if I Oh, no, okay. Uh, okay. Just for our, uh, for our faculty, I've heard a lot of faculty, especially when I was in AMS, a lot of them said, like, oh, uh, they silence us, we're scared. Just as much as they think they're scared, how much do you think we're scared? We're students. We come and go. Mm. We see them kick us out. They, we see them, mm. especially our black students. It don't take much. It's not much for them to say goodbye to us one day. So we need y'all to step up a little bit more. I'm sorry. Courage needs to come up some more. No longer just saying, oh, we're scared. We don't know if this could threaten our jobs. This is threatening our lives. Mm. It's, it's a little bit bigger than I, I'm. Mm. The weight is a little bit more. A life or a, or a job. Mm. There's a bunch of universities. And to tap on that, like, stop mm. making classrooms awkward. Mm -hmm. um, you can say black. Yeah. Go ahead and you don't say have to whisper it, it. You know, or like, like spe specifically with nursing, like there's so many like diseases and things that are more prevalent in black people, right? And when I'm in the class, it's like, oh yeah, like just say it. Like if it's facts, it's facts. Like stop being like, don't tiptoe around it. Um, mm -hmm. And then also like, and like we talk about like, be careful when you use like Christian lingo because a lot of people are not Christian here. I also want to say like, be careful using white lingo because not everybody's white here, mm -hmm. like, you know? Because like mm -hmm. they talk about, like they'll make a joke and I'm like, I have no idea what that means. And then I get the, you don't know what that is? Nope. Didn't know no. what chocolas were until I came here. You know, had no I'm, clue what like, chocolas were. Like I'm black, like, I don't know what that means. You know, or like, obviously I don't know what that means. <laughs> You mean um, tacos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you mean El Taco down the street? Yeah, was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just like, with professors, just keep in mind that not every, like, we come from a bit different background, and so just to understand, like, I'm not going to understand every joke you're going to throw out there. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know the different uh, boats and, like, <laughs> I just don't know this stuff. I, I, I'm so serious. <laughs> Professors will say stuff. They will like Google it for me because I really don't know what it, it means. And so just be careful with that. Like trying to make like analogy. Make sure it's a universal analogy and not something that I'm wow. like, that's just confused me. Starbucks wow. drinks. I don't know what a chai tai latte is. I'm sorry. That's my order. I know. Excuse me. Um. For most of us, we don't know chai tai latte. We just know coffee and tea. Keep it simple. Yeah. A little cream, a little sugar. Not too much. Yeah, um, on behalf of athletics, how would you say you became content? Like, mm. for the past few years, okay, you created a football team with the most diverse, and most of the people that have left have been black students mm -hmm. and black athletes. Mm -hmm. And you just, nobody has done anything about it. You have, you have seen a problem, everybody's seen a problem, and no one has done anything about it. you just content. Like, you just think of them as a replacement. Some of those students go back home to places that aren't that great. 
and they have no other hope, literally no other hope, and this was their last chance, mm. and you just let them go without helping mm-hmm. them, without providing resources, mm-hmm. without anything, or not even acknowledging that, okay, you need some help with something, you just didn't do anything. So, yeah, just make adjustments and actually try to figure out and ask the students, the students, not what you think, ask the students directly, what what can we do for you? What are the resources you need? And actually get them done, executed, not just create a new task force that doesn't oh, speak on behalf of the students. Mm-hmm. Like actually come to us, mm-hmm. actually show us the steps, mm-hmm. show us progress, not just words, not just task force, not just people. Yes. Say that task force thing again. Mm-hmm. Task force, not just task force. <laughs> we actually want actions. We actually want to see progress. You need to see progress. Mm-hmm. And then to tap on that, this is it. I'm going to stop. Um, I guess my question is, when do when do we stop caring about students? Like, or just me in general. Like, do you stop caring about me just because I don't pay for this school anymore? Do I not matter over the summer? Do I not matter when I graduate or when I leave? Like, all the situations, like... When do we stop caring for people? Because, like, um, I would be upset to say, like, <laughs> if you say you love me, are you, do you only love me until you got a check? Like, because mm-hmm. I really hope people, like, how many times someone say, I love you, I love you. What was that love when quarantine was hell? Like, when I was afraid to leave my house, what was that love? It was in just a black picture post when they just post a little black screen and say black lives matter. You know, so I think, like, I just think I will in general, the school, the teacher, like, all of us, faculty, staff, like, we need to realize, like, when do you guys stop caring for students? If the answer is you don't, then you got to do better. Because when those students do leave, does anyone check up on them? How you doing? You know, I love you. I love when you were making them touchdowns. But how are they doing donors. now? You need donors. In, like, mm-hmm. you need donors. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just, yeah. Time. When you need donors. <laughs> kind of like what Bree said, like, I had one prof, one prof reach out to me. I'm sure she reached out to you, too, because we have the same class. Only one prof reached out to me mm-hmm. when everything happened. Mm-hmm. How many classes have I taken at this campus? How much money have I put into these classes on this Uh-oh. campus? And you're telling me only one of you has the time to send me an email? Mm-hmm. Not only that, we had a full conversation within those emails. I come back. She's the first faculty member that hugged me mm-hmm. and told me how proud of me she was. Shout out to Dr. Luki. Absolutely <laughs> love her. Um, she's the only one that opened that conversation up. She made all of us watch The Hate You Give. She did that, and she wasn't scared of any of it. She was like, we're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that's how I met her. That's how I met three other black girls in that class. And, like, if you could see some of the things that were going on in there, I'm like, each and every class needs to have this conversation. Y'all are too quiet for me. When this verdict came out, y'all too quiet for me. Mm-hmm. One thing we asked our students, how many teachers did, talked about this? Nobody raised their hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are y'all not talking about this? Why are you not asking your person that sits right next to you, hey, are you good? I'm sorry what happened. Like, what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. We need more. We deserve more. We work too hard here. Mm-hmm. I know we're getting our degrees. We're tired. We're stressed. This adds on to my stress, too. Mm-hmm. Check on us. Like she said, if your answer is that, you know, it never stops, you need to check on your students. Stop walking home with the check in your nice house and not mm-hmm. just forgetting us. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I genuinely wish my only stress was because of nursing school. Mm-hmm. Ooh, can you repeat that? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. <laughs> Again, like, I really wish like I was only stressing about school, like like being on the university. I was only stressing about my classes, like I, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Bad, 
Yeah. And I think like another thing too is like you can't expect to make decisions without us and then expect it to go well. Like there's a reason why once again like that we had to create this because everything that they were doing in the past was obviously not working. Like in social work we're taught that like we go to the clients about what their needs are. You don't walk into a session without asking and just like assume that, oh, they need X, Y, and Z. And that's exactly mm. what's happening here. I like that. Because mm. the task force will not do that. No. <laughs> the task not force will right. not do that at all. <laughs> My last question for you. You mentioned this is the only black student union in 100 years. Mm -hmm. So now that you have started, this gives me chills. Now that you've started this black student union and you kind of create and cast more and more vision and even like, even as you look ahead to training of other students to be, to fill your roles, to fill your shoes one day, what is your vision for the next hundred years? Like in a hundred years, where do you want Iwo to be? I want if my kids <laughs> say, "Mom, I want to go to the same school as you," I want to be able to say, "Yes, you can." Mm -hmm. Yeah, like actually yes. recommend that. Actually, right. be like, "Yeah." I want to be able to go to my job and be like, "Oh, your kids should go here. That's where I got my degree," and be stand on that. Because right now I'm in a place where my church is partnered here, and they're like, what you think? I'm like, no, not yet. I was like, they're not ready yet. I'm not putting them through that. I'll go through it. I got it like that. I'll do it. That's fine. But you're not going to send in more and more black kids who get removed because of a conduct. You're not going to send in more black men who are removed from their sports. That That's their ticket out right there. You're not going to keep doing that to us until this is fixed. Like I said, if my kids can't come here, it's not happening. So my vision is, like, we're going to create a place where everybody's like, hey, I, I go to IWU. I'm happy to be here. There's a black student union. There is great. We have a great time. It's like family. Mm -hmm. That's what I see. So, I think the coolest thing I can imagine, um, I don't, like, just like a building mm -hmm. for just minority students in general. Mm -hmm. Like, I can imagine, like, being so mad at my roommate, I just need a place to go to mm -hmm. get away. And I can go in this building and just be like, ah, my music my posters, my people, and just like get away. Um, that would be beautiful. Or just like just a, like a 24-hour access space to do that. Because um, I don't know how many times I've been in like depressive states, been down mm. and like kicked down just because of so much stuff and I can't do school and I can't, and my roommate doesn't understand, my RD doesn't understand. Um, and I've never lived on the same unit as a black person. So mm. the best I could do is walk all the way to Beckett to go uh, see Kyla. You know, like, mm. that's too far. It's so, like, if I just had a space too far. where it is. <laughs> um, too far <laughs> for friendships. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, if we just, like, just to see, like, 20 years, 30 years, just a full-on building, just, like, this is for minority students. No just, more offices. Just no thriving, their own space. Yes. Yeah. Mm, I can see it. And see our, people, it. Our, our faculty president, Dr. Wright, uh, walking alongside of us. Uh, that'd be pretty cool just to see, like, especially like our administration getting out the office and not just, I guess, just being in the office, but mostly talking along, alongside of us, coming to get McConnell with us, coming to get uh, Mario's with us. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Yummy. Kind of like what Bree said, like the mental state. I feel like there's a lot of black students here that deal with that anxiety and stuff, but like a place where I can go with a black counselor, mm. hey, I need help. Hey, I'm low right now, I need you. 
like a safe haven like that. Like she said, like a 24-hour building where they're there all the time. Like, well, you know, they get to go home. But like somewhere where they can talk to us at all times just to give you that clarity that you need in that moment. Mm -hmm. I want to see my people celebrated in February. Yes. Black History. Not I just with the playlist that I made up a con. That's like, what I had to make up a con. And it gets turned off right was, after. Like, I want to see some programming, some education. Like, March 1st? People, like, I want to learn more. Like, I wish our school put on, like, get guest speakers to come educate us during February. They got the money to do it. Like, I would love to just see, like, a, oh, my God, like, this, they're going all out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for other minorities, too, like, yes. get, let, us, let, let us get the month, a week, uh, something, you know, just mm -hmm. something to be like, you know what, I pre like, not talking about our oppression, talking about our excellence, because mm -hmm. I'm, I think I'm, I'm kind of tired of talking about slavery and this mm -hmm. and this, like, let's talk about mm -hmm. so much beauty, you know, like, so much beauty that our community has brought. Like, I want to celebrate the black nurses that come out of here. Mm -hmm. A place for that. Like, them little pictures don't do enough for me. Like, yeah. no. When she graduate, yeah, we're going to turn it up <laughs> because she did that. Like, I want to see that. When, like, we get black men, like, my black doctors or social workers or whatever you guys choose to be, I want to celebrate them for that. Like, that's an accomplishment. Like, some households, like, these are first-year graduates for them. Mm. Let's celebrate that. You know? I think in the end, honestly, I just want to be, like, a proud alumni. Honestly, like I don't want to look back 30 years and be like, wow, can't mm -hmm. believe that. Like I went, I went there, I went through that. We tried to build something and it, it didn't last. Like I want to, I want to be proud of like where I went to school and I want to see it honestly like more diverse, like more black and brown people in all spaces. I need more than 3%. More than 150 out of 4,000. From a spiritual aspect, I would say, <clears throat> Um, just the body of Christ being restored. Yeah. <clears throat> like where anybody can come here. And if they do feel this kind of way about something, it is their responsibility to correct it as the body. Mm -hmm. The body corrects the body. Mm -hmm. And everybody, not instead of arguing against it, okay, how can we help? What can we do to support? How can we make you feel more comfortable? <coughs> like what can we do instead of objecting it or making them feel like, like you're stupid for feeling this way, you know? So actually the body being the body as we say it, we are, mm -hmm. and showing that through our actions. That's beautiful. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for being on this podcast and Thank taking you. your time. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Look for updates on our Instagram page, Iowa Wildcat Chats, and we hope to see you tuning in next week. Bye.